What's going on, everybody? I hope everybody's having a good day. Um, I hope you're keeping warm during this cold weather. I hate the cold, guys. I hate it so much. It's not even funny. Like, right now, I wish I could be in bed and stuff like that, but I can't. So, keep powering through. No MMA this weekend, but don't worry. There will still be plenty of content coming out of Punch in the Mouth. Again, I have updated the YouTube channel more frequently, so please be checking that out. Of course, always keep it here on the podcast. If you listen to it on any of the podcast pages, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, make sure you, you leave a comment or a like, something you guys would want me to talk about or something I can do better. Let me know. We'll see what we can do. But that's all I got for you guys. Make sure to follow me, Punch the Mouth Official on Instagram, official underscore PITM on Twitter. Later, guys. Have a great day. Peace. everybody welcome back to the show i'm adrian this is the punch in the mouth podcast make sure you leave a like wherever you're listening whether it be on apple Podcasts, on amazon on podbean where else it escapes me right now but i know i'm in a bunch of places a bunch of places make sure you leave a like i believe you can even leave a comment i would really appreciate that make sure you're following my youtube channel i'm updating that more frequently punch in the mouth tv Make sure you follow me on social media, Instagram, Punch in the Mouth Official, Twitter, Official underscore P-I-T-M. You can leave me a comment anywhere on these platforms and I will get back to you very, very shortly. You can even leave me ideas of what you would want me to talk about. We can look into all of that. But without further ado, let's get into the show. We got a little bit of breaking news, at least that's what I read today. So we're going to go with that first. Breaking, Amanda Nunes versus Irena Aldana falls through for disagreement over title contention. It looks like the targeted Amanda Nunes fight against Irena Aldana for the women's bantamweight title will not be going ahead anymore. According to combate journalist Rafael Marinojo, the UFC have failed to reach an agreement with the Brazilian fighter. The latest update by combate Rafael also reported that while Juliana has been insistent on getting her trilogy fight, Against Nunes, the Lioness is unwilling to give the Valenzuelan Vixen another shot at the title. The journalist further reported that the UFC also tried to book a fight between Aldana and Peña for a title shot against Amanda Nunes. However, the American is unwilling to fight unless there's gold to win. While Nunes remains adamant on her terms, the organization is looking for an alternative opponent for Irene Aldana. I mean, that's unfortunate, right? Because they're trying to get new blood. They're trying to get the division moving. But if they're not willing to move, like, what do you do? Hmm? Tell me. You can't really do much. If Now, what they won't do is what they did. If they're not going to strip her, right? Because she's still under contract, right? They're not going to strip her. And when was the last time she fought? In December? Now, if she goes a year without fighting at all, they might strip her. It says right here, Amanda... Nunez last defended her title against Juliana Pena at UFC 277 
giving a unanimous decision victory to reclaim the Women's Bantamweight Championship. UFC 285 will take place March 4th at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. The event will feature John Jones making his long-awaited return to the Octagon for a title fight against Cyril Gaon. So that makes me wonder. That makes me wonder, like, because it goes on to say Valentina Chepchenko will also defend her Women's Flyweight Championship against Alexa Grasso. So that makes me wonder if they did that fight because they couldn't close the deal on this fight, you know? I don't know. That makes me wonder if they just wanted to have it a three-title fight. Or maybe what they want to do is have both Amanda and Valentina fight on the same card in case they both won. They could set up that super fight, you know? You never know. You never know, bro. You never know. That's crazy, though. But here's another thing I want to talk So what do you guys think? Here's what I think. I think Amanda feels that she doesn't need to fight Juliana again. Because in her mind, she proved that the first fight was a fluke. And the second fight, she won decisively. And in Juliana's mind, because she was able to go finish Amanda in the first fight. And then go all five rounds the second time. I feel she feels like, well, I don't need to fight anybody else. Tell me who else has been able to fight Amanda that way nobody not even Chris Cyborg so we shall see what happens but in my mind I think that Amanda just thinks that right now nobody can touch her so I don't know and then maybe she she just doesn't want to fight Juliana again right away maybe she just wants to fight someone new but I don't know if it's a contract dispute I don't know how many fights she has left because I knew right before she fought um what was her name the Canadian Alicia Spencer, right before she fought her, or right after she signed a new deal. So I don't know if she wants another deal or if she just doesn't want to fight Juliana right away. But we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. But that kind of makes me sad. But let's move on to this. Henry Cejudo scolds Brandon Moreno. And I lost my article. Oh, here it is. Henry Cejudo scolds Brandon Moreno for his comments at UFC 283. You just called the Brazilian people dogs. No, he did not. Stop it, Henry. But we're going to go into this article. Let's see. Henry Cejudo has criticized Brandon Moreno for some of the comments he made following his victory at UFC 283. Last weekend at UFC 283, Brandon Moreno did it again. He beat Davison Figueroa to become the new flyweight champion. It came after a dominant performance. Although the bout ended in unfortunate circumstances with the Brazilian crowd turning on Moreno after what they thought was an eye poke. One man who was watching the contest closely is Henry Cejudo, Triple C. He spent a lot of time training Figueredo for the trilogy fight, which he was able to win this time around, though it wasn't meant to be. In the aftermath of the bout, with the crowd booing him, Moreno said, Viva Mexico, perros. In the eyes of Cejudo, that was a mistake. You just called the Brazilian people dogs, Cejudo said. I wouldn't say that right after. Maybe... When you're with your Mexican people, you say that, and they'll get it. I just think what he said was out of line and out of context. I could also see what he was trying to say or mean by that. Maybe he just got excited and said the word perro. Dogs, if you translate it, it's like, long live Mexico, you dogs. They started throwing all kinds of beer and other things like that. First of all, first of all, Henry's just being Henry. He knows exactly what Brandon meant because Henry is also Mexican. And he knows that the Mexican people would say, 
what's up, perro? Like saying, what's up, dog? Like, come on, Henry. And I'm pretty sure the Brazilian people know that too. And like, <laughs> and this is I love Henry Cejudo. Don't get me wrong, but like some of the things this guy says to get people mad, like, I don't know, man. The thing goes on to say, it'd be great to think. We could see Henry Cejudo return and take on Brandon Moreno one day. At last, it seems as if he, his comeback is going to be focused on the bantamweight division, at least for the time being. No, I don't agree with Henry's comments. It goes right here. Do you agree with Henry Cejudo? What do you think is next for Brandon Moreno? And will we ever see these two fight? Let us know your thoughts on the comments. BJ Penn Nation. First of all, I don't agree with Henry. I know Henry knows exactly what he was doing. And before I go any further, we have to talk about last week's fights, which is the first thing I should have talked about, but I didn't do it. I do apologize. That's why we're going over here now. What fights, huh? What fights? Great fights, by the way. Main event, Jamal Hill defeats Glover Teixeira. Brandon Moreno defeats Davison Figueiredo. Gilbert Burns defeats Neil Magny. Jessica Andrade defeats... Lauren Murphy, Johnny Walker defeats Paul Craig, Ihor Potiria defeats Mauricio Shogunua, Bruno Fierro defeats Gregory Rodriguez. Okay, first of all, I need to see the ranking of Johnny Walker because if Johnny is finally ranked, he can finally be the world beater we all thought he was gonna be. Okay, we all knew that Johnny could be a world beater, and now he's showing it. Let's see here. Oh, right here. So now Jamal Hill is the champion. Iri Prohaska is number one. Magomed Akilaev is number two. Jan Brakovic is number three. Alexander Rakic is number four. Glover is number five. They're going to take out Glover soon because he's going to retire. I think Anthony Smith is number six. Nikita Krylov is number seven. Johnny Walker is number eight. Okay. okay. And I believe Johnny has lost to Nikita Krylov. Let me see. Yeah, he has. He lost to Nikita Krylov. He beat Ryan Spann. He lost to Thiago Santos. He lost to Jamal Hill. He beat Ian Kutislava. And then he beat Paul Craig. So, if we go back to the ranking, where's Johnny? He... It's because I don't... You haven't fight Smith, maybe? Because other than Smith, because Nikita Krilla beat him. and then he... So, you would have him fight Smith. Because then, Glover's non-existent. They just, I guess they have to just confirm with Glover, like, but right now, let's take Glover at his word. Like, he's going to retire, right? So, Glover's non-existent. So, if he were not to fight Anthony, because he wants to fight up, right? So, fight Anthony because you guys haven't fought. I don't think he'll fight Rackage right away because, or I don't know, because you can do either or, right? You can have him fight Anthony Smith or you could have him fight Alexander Rackage because Rackage himself is coming off of a loss. So, I don't know, man. What would you guys do? What would you guys do? I would have him fight either Smith or Wreckage. Dude, this guy looks like a world beater, man. He's looking like the fighter we all thought he was, you know? I don't know if it's just that finally him and John have meshed or it just took this long for Johnny to find his passion. I don't know. But he looks like a world beater, man. He looks like a world beater. Let's continue looking at this fight card. Jessica Andrade versus Lauren Murphy. Okay, let me go see here. Okay, so Jessica's number two at straw weight, and then she's number three at flyweight. But see, the only reason she's this low is because she hasn't fought here in a while. Because Amanda Lemus, who's number three, Jessica beat her. Jessica has a win over Rose. 
she'll probably beat Carla. Like, right now, Jessica's in a spot where she can get a title shot in either division. I mean, they're going to do Alexa Grasso versus Valentina Chevchenko, but she beat the brakes off of Lauren Murphy, guys. So, I, I don't know. I guess she just really wanted to fight in Brazil this time around. So, they told her, okay, well, you would have to do it at flight, which she said, fine. But she, right now, she's prime to fight in either division for the title. I mean... She could be the replacement for Tyler Santos versus Aaron Blanchfield because that's happening. Or she can even be the replacement for the title. I don't I think it's too soon for the title fight, but we should see. I don't know. The world is her oyster. I would like to see her at strawweight. I just feel she's more competitive there because the girls at flyweight I think are too big for her. In my opinion. But we shall see. We shall see. Oh, I wasn't supposed to do that. But she beat the brakes off of Lauren Murphy and then... For the opinion episode, I will um, go into more detail on how I feel about that. Gilbert Burns versus Neil Magny. Let's see over here. Let's find welterweight. I think I just found it. No, it's middleweight. Sorry, welterweight. Gilbert, number five. You got Bula Muhammad, Hamza Chimaev, Colby Covington, Kamar Usman in front of him. He should fight. It's because from what I've heard, that they were trying to put together Colby versus Hamza, but for whatever reason, that died down. Bulal Muhammad wants to fight him, but he, for whatever reason, called out Colby. So if he could get that Colby fight, fight Colby, or if not fight Bilal, just fight up. Like, whatever you do, try not to fight down. Please, Gilbert. You deserve better than that. Trust me on that. You deserve better than to fight down, okay? He deserves better, guys. He deserves better. So let's see what else is out here. Brandon Moreno versus Davison Figueredo. Well, Davison said, I'm going up to Bantamweight. So I will tell you this. I believe Davison right off the bat, because he was so intriguing at flyweight, he deserves a top 15 fighter right away, in my opinion. So let me see. You guys are going to be mad at me. We either give him Adrian Yanis or Saeed Nurmagomedov. Or even Umar. Is that so bad? Give him Umar. That's a good fight right there too. But I don't know if he is a client of Ali Abdullah. He's going to tell me, hey bro, stay away from this guy. I don't know. But that's something to think about, right? Something to think about. But yeah, I believe Davison deserves, if he's really going to go up to bantamweight, he deserves a top 15 guy right away. Um. Oh wait, Adrian Yanez is going to fight Rob Font. I forgot. Brandon? He's already said that he's going to fight Alexandre Pantoja next. You know what I found funny is that he said backstage that people were being aggressive. Like, he was being aggressive towards him. I mean, I guess. I mean, like, knowing that you're next and you just want to fight right away. But I thought that was funny. But still, that Henry Cejudo comment bothered me. You're calling Brazilian people dogs? No, he was not. No, he wasn't. Okay? No, he was not. Glover Teixeira versus Jamal Hill. I mean, what can you say about that, guys? Huh? Tell me. What can you say? Can't really say anything, right? I mean, first of all, what I need to say here is I need to apologize to Jamal Hill. Because I was saying the only way he beats Glover is if he knocks him out cold. Because in my mind, I'm like, okay... For the first two rounds, Jamal's going to hit him. Glover's not going to go away. And then in the third round, Glover's going to start putting it on him. 
That's what I thought was going to happen. And it almost did happen, but the, with Jamal, surprised everybody is once it got on the ground, and you had to get up, and you had to stay on the feet. That's what won him this fight. So, second of all, I would like to say congratulations to Glover on a great career. He got to the UFC extremely late. So the fact that he was able to become champion and retire as one of the top fighters in the world, congratulations, Glover. Um, now for Jamal, he says that he'll fight Yuri, but there's another guy named Alex Pereira out there that was already sizing him up in the cage. I don't know if you guys seen the videos all over the internet about that, but those two fights, they're crazy fights, right? I mean, in one guy, you got Yuri that almost lost to Glover and then in the last minute pulled out. A crazy choke. And then you got a guy in Jamal that dominated that whole fight. But one thing to keep in mind. Here's the thing to keep in mind when these two guys fought. Glover was supposed to fight Yuri in December. He was in a camp for five rounds, right? Jamal, I believe, was supposed to fight Anthony Smith on March 11th. And that fight fell through because of the Akalaya Brakovich fight. That it ended in a draw. And they put Jamal Hill versus Glover together at the last minute so good on jamal but that's a caveat for all of you guys to think about for glover and jamal too it was a last minute fight put together yes you don't know if glover had peaked at a certain point to be ready for december you don't know that and to go back into camp right away he said yes he said yes so that's something to keep in mind but i'm just saying but jamal hill versus jerry is next they're saying summer we shall see Alex Pereira is another guy out there that we need to keep an eye out for. But now, there's no fights this weekend, but we're going to dive into next week's fights. So instead of two podcasts next week, we might just get one. So let's get to it. Bellator 290 main event. Ryan Bader will take on Fedor Emelianenko. Co-main event, Johnny Eblen will take on Anatoly Tokov. Sabah. Homasi will take on Brennan Ward. Liam Gracie will take on Dante Shirio. Lorenz Larkin will take on Mohamed Brokhamenov. Henry Corrales will take on Ahmed Magomedov. I mean, this is Fedor's last fight, right? But unless he wins. Unless he wins. Unless he wins. What if? What if they get? What if they get that guy? You know that guy that just left the UFC? What was his name? Francis Ninganu? Is that his name? What if they get that guy? What if? What if? And they tell Fedor, Fedor, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do a crazy fight, Fedor. Let's do it, Fedor. Come on, one more fight for all the glory, Fedor. Whamma belt and all, because Francis is still... The Whamma champion, as much as nobody wants to believe me, go check out my YouTube video. It's already up. And for those of you that get the the notifications, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't, you should turn them on. But if you do, why haven't you checked it out? I've seen the analytics on that video. It's, they're not good. I need them to be doing better. Tell your friends, guys. Tell your friends, please. But anyway, what if they get Francis? What if they get Francis? And then it blows the roof off of this whole place. You do Francis Ngannou versus Fedor Emelianenko for the Bellator slash Wama heavyweight titles. What's up, guys? You can't tell me you won't watch that. And if 
You tell me you won't, you're just a hater. I will I will give you this. From a competitive standpoint, it's not competitive at all. From a marketing standpoint, it's very interesting. Very, very interesting. But another thing is this co main event, Johnny Evelyn versus Anatoly Tokov. I like that fight a lot because I like both guys. Both those guys are awesome. So we shall see what happens. We shall see what happens. Unfortunately, Punch in the Mouth did not get credentialed to go to the event, but it's okay. We'll keep trying, guys. We will keep trying. The more you guys listen, the more, the better my chances are. The more you share the show, the better my chances are. So if you want to help me out, that's all I ask. Share the show. Do your part, please. That's all I ask. Um, what else? Sergey Spivak versus Derek Lewis. Okay. So this is going to be on the same night as Fedor versus Bader. And originally I thought that this was going to be late at night because of Fedor versus Bader. But I think it's going to be late at night because originally this was supposed to happen in South Korea. And they just moved it to the apex because I guess they couldn't do it. But they're going to keep it on the same time zone. So this one is starting at 10 o'clock at night. So it's going to be over by like 2 o'clock in the morning on the... West Coast, right? It's starting at like 1 a.m. on the East Coast. Mistake, mistake, mistake. Derek Lewis will take on Sergey Spivak. Dong Woo Jung will take on Devin Clark. Marcin Taboro will take on Blagoi Ivanov. Ivanov. Juho Choi will take on Kyle Nielsen. And then Yusaku Kinoshita will take on Adam Fujit. It says Fugit? Adam Fugit or Fujit? I don't know. But that's that. This is a crazy fight, right? Like, I believe Derek Lewis is coming off of two losses and Sergey Spivak has been smoking, guys. Let's see. Yeah, he beat Greg Hardy and then Augusto Sakai. That's Sergey Spivak. And then Derek Lewis, I believe, lost to Taitu Iwasa and Sergey Pavlovich. This Pavlovich guy is smoking, dudes. I think he just beat Taitu Iwasa. He did. He beat him in like a minute. How old is this guy, Pavlovich, Sergei Pavlovich? I guess 30, so he's like in his prime. He's going to be 31. Damn, that's crazy. That's crazy. But last thing for you guys on this edition of the podcast is how crazy these UFC 286 prices are. So from a screenshot on Twitter from Michael Pohl, and again, I don't know if these are third-party websites or if this is the actual Ticketmaster UK. Let me see if I click on it. Oh no, this is from the actual website, Axis or AXS. So floor seated A is 4282.75. So 4282.75 euros. So I rounded it up to 4300 euros. That comes out to 4673.2 United States dollars. Jesus Christ. Like, oh my God. What's up with these prices, bro? Like, even the Pantera tickets, like, to be, like, in good seats, they're, like, it's, like, $300. And that, so, floor B is, like, $3,400. Floor C is, like, $2,400. I want to say, um, floor D is, like, $600. It's, like, almost $500. So, like, I believe the cheapest price is like $250. Let, let, let me check with you guys. How much did it say it was? 25 euros, right? So let's see. 25 euros is like $244. Jesus Christ. That is insane. And then 
I tell this to people all the time. Like, I've been to, like, multiple MMA events. I've been to one UFC fight, one Bellator fight. And I do want to get credential for the, these events, right? Like, there's no doubt about that. But if you're a fan, like, that's too much, bro. And then I, I would tell this person, I'm like, look, man, I get the experience of being there and stuff like that. But is it really worth it? Because if you get nosebleed seats, which at this event costs $244 for you can sit at home and have a better view because one thing you guys have to keep in mind is if they take them down on the far side of the cage where you can't see, you have to look up at the screen, which is like watching it at home. So you might as well just watch it at home. They switch the camera. There's a little delay, right? But you don't know that because you're not there live. They switch the camera. You watch the fights. That's my opinion, right? That's me. But if you want to go experience it, hey, man, more power to you. But that's me. But hey guys, that's all I got for you guys. Like I said at the top of the show, make sure you follow me. Punch the mouth official on Instagram. Official underscore PITM on Twitter. Make sure you give us a like and you can leave a comment, I believe, on Apple Music. On any of these platforms. Give us a like. Tell us what we could do better. What we, what we could do different. If you have any questions, I can answer them for you. Alright guys, peace. Later.